Hi, everyone. My name is Tom Langan, and this is Something Good, the bite-sized podcast about anything and everything good, for goodness sake. Welcome to episode six, Heating with Wood. This one's a kind of high on my mind right now because uh, it is February, and we are in the middle of winter in the Northeast, although it hasn't been a particularly cold winter. Um, we are in the middle of winter in the Northeast, and we heat our home primarily with wood in the winter. We do also have um, an oil burner uh, system that we can use as supplemental heat, but we tend to keep our wood stove going pretty much all winter long for heat. And it does a really good job heating up almost the entire house. We have about a 2,000 square foot house. It's an older house. It is not an open floor plan. Uh, and the wood stove with a couple of fans actually does a really good job of heating up the entire house. Um, <clears throat> so um, how, how do you heat with wood? I mean, there's a couple of different ways to do it. We have, uh, like I said, we have a wood burning stove. Uh, it's a wood burning stove that has a two stage burning system. So once you get the stove up to temperature, you can close, uh, close the damper and uh it basically goes through a secondary burn, which is much more efficient um, than just a single stage burn. And so it burns off a lot more of the particulates and it's actually more environmentally friendly that way. It also means that the wood that is in the stove uh, burns for longer. So you get more heat out of uh, each piece of wood that you put into the stove. Um, so you can also heat with wood by using a wood-fired boiler. You can, some people have those outside of their houses. You can actually have an exterior wood fired, fired boiler. Um, I've seen them inside houses. In fact, uh, my babysitter growing up, uh, her family had a wood fired boiler um, in their house in the basement um, that they used to primarily heat their house in the winter. And um, you can also use a pellet stove. A uh, pellet stove is a way to use um, uh, wood byproducts, basically. Pellets are compressed sawdust from um, sawmills um, that uh, that are literally compressed. There's no binders. There's no glues or anything in them. Um, it's literally just compressed uh, sawdust under high pressure that forms pellets. Then you burn those pellets in a specifically designed stove that's designed to burn pellets um, that has a hopper and a feeder, and uh, and you can heat that way. Those are uh, those are pretty efficient, and pretty cool um, in the way they work. Um, if you have a fireplace in your home, I would not recommend trying to use the fireplace for heat. Fireplaces are, uh, really inefficient ways to heat your home. Um, I wouldn't say don't have a fire in your fireplace. If you, if you have a fireplace and you want to use it by all means, go for it. Um, but if you want to use wood to heat your home in the winter, um, then I would suggest looking at getting a fireplace insert, um, because, uh, like I said, fireplaces are kind of notoriously inefficient. Um, they don't do a good job of uh, of of um, of keeping the heat in your home. A lot of the heat ends up going up the chimney uh, with the smoke. And so, I would recommend about um, looking into getting an insert uh, for your fireplace if you want to use uh, your fireplace if you want to heat with wood uh, uh, in your home. Um, <clears throat> There's uh 
there's a couple of things to keep in mind uh, when it comes to heating with wood, uh, heating with a wood burning stove, uh, using a fireplace. Um, and uh, as a a member of a volunteer fire department, a volunteer firefighter, um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about these because obviously having a fire in your home carries with it some inherent risks, but it can be very safe uh, if you follow some basic guidelines. The first is get your chimney cleaned regularly. We go to a chimney fire with the fire department every year, uh, almost without fail. And it is pretty much always because someone didn't have their chimney cleaned. There was creosote built up in the chimney. If you don't know what creosote is, uh, look it up. I'm not going to get into a lengthy explanation. Um, but basically it's a tar-like substance that condenses on the inside of your chimney, um, and can be very flammable at high temperatures. And, uh, for a lot of people, their chimney actually goes through the center of their home. It goes through the attic. Um, for a lot of, a lot of homes, uh, the chimney is internal to the house. And so if you had a fire in that chimney and that fire came out of that chimney up in the attic, it could burn your house down. So make sure you get your chimney swept. You get your chimney cleaned regularly. That's a big thing. If you're going to use wood to heat your home, clean your chimney, clean your flue. Um, The other one is make sure you have a functioning and charged fire extinguisher nearby, not right next to where the fire is. Okay. It needs to be nearby so you know where it is and you can grab it in a hurry if you need it, but not so close that if there was an issue with your wood burning stove, or there was an issue with your fireplace or your fireplace insert or your pellet stove, whatever you're using, um, not so close that you wouldn't be able to get to the fire extinguisher. It has to be far enough away that if there's an issue, you can get to it and then use it quickly. Um, So make sure you have a functioning fire extinguisher and make sure it's charged. Make sure if you look at that little dial on the side of it, make sure the arrow is in the green, um, not in the red or in in the yellow. Make sure it's in the green Make sure it's fully charged and functioning. Uh, You can also get, and I would recommend getting, um, a Chimfex. Um, So Chimfex, uh, basically, it looks like a road flare, if you know what a road flare looks like. Um, But it's a chimney fire extinguisher, and essentially what it is is a dry chemical. And if you have have a fire uh, in your chimney, basically, you light it like a road flare and you toss it in the fireplace, and it will put the fire out. It essentially suffocates the fire. So <clears throat> definitely, uh, definitely think about keeping one of those around as well. Um, another thing is uh, any fireplace, um, uh, wood burning stove, a pellet stove, a fireplace insert will produce a regular fireplace, an open fireplace will produce ash. Um, that ash can stay hot for a surprisingly long time. Ash is actually a really good insulator because it holds a lot of air. Air is a very good insulator. So, um, so if you, if make sure you dispose of your ash, um, responsibly. So what I do is I have a steel, uh, small steel garbage can outside of my house. And when I need to empty the ash pan on my wood stove, I take it to the small steel garbage can, which is sitting on a non-combustible surface concrete in this case. And I dump the ash in and I put the cover on tightly. And what that does is not only is it outside of the house, um, but also putting that lid on tightly means that those embers will die out quickly, more quickly because they uh, are starved for oxygen and uh, and they will lose their heat more quickly. 
So make sure that you dispose of your ash uh, responsibly. Do not leave it inside the house. Do not put it in a plastic bucket. Do not dump it in a bucket inside your house and leave it there. Um, you could end up with a carbon monoxide issue. It could heat a combustible surface underneath it like a wood floor uh, and create a fire hazard that way. So ash is actually uh, something you need to be very careful with if you decide to heat with wood. Um, and then finally, also, um, what you burn matters. So burn hardwoods. Don't burn softwoods. Don't burn pine. Um, don't burn fir. Um, try to make sure you're burning hardwoods like oak, ash, maple, locust, woods like that. Um, try to make sure you're burning those because they burn uh, hotter and more cleanly. Make sure you're burning hot enough. Uh, that's another thing. Uh, a a cold fire, which sounds like an oxymoron, but a colder fire, a fire burning at a lower temperature, um, will produce more creosote, even if you're burning with hardwoods. Um, but a softwood fire will always produce more creosote than a hardwood fire. So uh, just make sure you're burning hot enough so you don't get that creosote buildup in your chimney. And regardless, you should have your chimney cleaned every year if you're going to heat with wood. So that's what heating with wood kind of entails. Um, and, and then that brings me to the why. Why is heating with wood something good? And um, there's a few reasons. One is wood is a renewable resource. Um, it is, you know, trees grow. Uh, trees are all, new trees are always growing. I mean, I live in a not in a rural, super rural area area of the country, but a relatively rural area of the country. I'm about 60 miles north of New York City, um, and uh, and I live on a fairly large piece of property. The piece of property next to me is like 150 acres. It's much bigger than my piece of property. Um, <clears throat> everyone around here tends to have a fair amount of property. So um, at least several acres, if not more. So there are lots of trees around here. Um, and there are new trees growing all the time. So it is definitely a renewable resource. Um, it is a renewable resource no matter how you slice it because trees still grow. Um, and it's specifically renewable when compared to burning oil or burning gas, either propane or natural gas. Um, because those resources are finite. There's a lot of them, but they are finite. Nobody's making more oil. Uh, it takes millions of years to make it. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a finite resource. Wood is renewable. Um, so it has that going for it. The other thing, too, is that if you source your wood locally, which a lot of areas actually have laws against sourcing wood from, uh, from too far away, um, because of, uh, concerns about carrying, uh, either diseases or insects, um, from one area of the country to another. Uh, so, um, yeah, so wood is typically has to be sourced locally. And if you source your wood locally, uh, that you heat with, it is almost or essentially carbon neutral. Um, if it's hyper local, like for me, if I take wood off of my property and use it, Essentially, the only the carbon footprint, the only way I'm adding carbon to the equation is the gas that I use in the chainsaw or the log splitter uh, or in my ATV to move the wood around. Um, but otherwise, it is carbon neutral. The carbon that is in that tree would have gone back into the environment regardless, because if that tree fell down or if that tree had is already down on the ground, uh, it would eventually rot 
and the carbon that's trapped in that tree would go back into the environment. I'm just releasing it faster uh, by burning it in my wood-burning stove. But either way, that carbon's going back into the environment, no matter how you slice it. So the tree itself is carbon neutral. The only carbon you're adding to it is the little bit of gas that it takes um, to cut that tree up, to split it into into usable firewood, uh, and to move it around. So it's it's very very low um, in terms of increasing your overall carbon footprint. If that's something you're concerned with, and I think it's probably something most of us should be a little bit concerned with. Um, and it is it is hard work. It's arduous. Um, it's a difficult task. Um, cutting and splitting and stacking firewood um, is is definitely hard work. But I think it's good because of that. It's that much more satisfying when you light a fire in your wood burning stove and you've put in the time, you've put in the effort, you've put in the energy to cutting and splitting and stacking and restacking and moving that wood and bringing it into your house in the winter time to heat your house. It's that much more satisfying when you feel the heat coming off of that wood burning stove and you feel your house warmed by um, essentially the fruits of your labor. So it's it's a very, very satisfying thing. And then finally, it is a cheaper way, a less expensive way to heat your home than oil or gas, either natural gas or propane. It's much less expensive to heat with wood. So if you can heat with wood, um, it's less expensive. It is, if your wood is sourced locally, essentially carbon neutral or very low carbon output, and it's a renewable resource. So there are some good reasons why heating with wood is something good. So what should you do? Um, I think if you have a way to use wood to heat your home, um, if you have a wood burning stove, if you have a fireplace, um, you should, you should try to use it. Uh, you should look into getting an insert if you have an open fireplace. Um, but if you have a wood burning stove or you already have a fireplace insert, use it, use it to heat your home. It's a renewable resource. Um, like I said, it's essentially carbon neutral and it's satisfying. Um, and it's a good way to, to reuse, uh, what otherwise could be waste. So if you have a tree come down on your property and you have a way to use it to heat your house, please do. And then the other thing I would say is if you don't, um, or if you don't want to heat with wood, um, if you do have a tree on your property come down or you have to take a tree down for some reason, have to have an arborist uh, or a company come in and take a tree down on your property. I think you should um, have them leave the wood on your property, um, have them cut it into reasonable lengths that can be moved by someone, but leave the wood on your property and uh, advertise it online. Let people know that you've got free firewood on your property. If it's wood, that's good for burning. If it's a, if it's a hardwood tree that you've had to take down on your property, um, let people know and let them come and take it. I guarantee you, uh, if you advertise uh, online, on Facebook, on Craigslist, something like that, somebody will come and take the wood for free and use it to heat their home. And then you get to have the satisfaction of knowing that you've helped someone keep their family warm through the winter. Um, so yeah, so for all of those reasons, heating with wood is, in fact, something good. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time out of your day uh, to listen to this podcast. 
I appreciate it. Please don't forget to rate, subscribe, comment, like, and share this podcast with your friends if you enjoy it. I hope they will too. My name's Tom Langan, and this is Something Good, the bite-sized podcast about anything and everything good, for goodness sake. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you soon.